Wedding day beauty plays a huge role in how you experience your wedding day. How you appear affects your level of confidence, your level of energy, and how you act in front of the camera. But beauty is such a personal thing. It can make finding the right team to get your wedding day ready super difficult and scary. After this episode, I think you're going to rethink how you go about finding your hair and makeup team. So let's get to it. listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, you're going to love this interview with Caitlin McCullough. Caitlin is the founder of Elwin and Cass, a beauty concierge service based in Las Vegas, Nevada. Caitlin founded Elwin and Cass after finding the search for reliable hair and makeup artists for special events to be stressful and time-consuming. Rather than having to search hours on end through Google, social media, etc., she thought there must be an easier way, so she founded Elwin and Cass as the solution. A beauty concierge service where they pair you with and coordinate exceptional hair and makeup artists so that each client can have a personalized, hands-free experience anywhere in the world. Her clients have gotten married in Las Vegas, Colorado, Mexico, SoCal, Napa, New York City, Baltimore, and more. I really love this interview, guys. We talked about what a beauty concierge does, why it really elevates your wedding planning experience, and what they do to help make sure you enjoy both the planning process and your actual wedding day. And while they're an amazing service, there are some people that might not be a good fit for a beauty concierge. Finally, we talked about the positive effects the pandemic has had on the wedding and special event beauty industry and what you'll continue to see in the future as restrictions ease around personal grooming professions. I really love talking to Caitlin. She's so knowledgeable and cares a lot about creating a personal experience for her clients. So without further ado, let's roll the interview. Hey, Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm privileged to be here. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, me too. Well, so I read your bio at the top of the interview, but can you tell our guests, our listeners in your own words, a little more about you, how you got started and what brought you to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I mean, a little bit of kind of the origin story is I was born and raised in Las Vegas. And that's kind of where the idea for Ellen and Cass first started. Because Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, my mom and I would try to get ready for special events. Like my dad is an attorney. And so he would have clients that mm-hmm. would have even just parties or stuff like that. And we both have very thick curly hair naturally. And we just found even a struggle of someone who could like blow it dry correctly, you know, and like actually be smooth and not like a poofy mess because right. I myself couldn't do it. It's too thick. And so we just struggled with that, like finding people who are reliable, like within mm-hmm. the price point we wanted, personality-wise, skill-wise, the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. But we kind of put it on the back burner because we thought, you know, cool idea, but someone's probably done it. And then I went to college at the University of San Diego, mm-hmm. joined a sorority, and a bunch of my sorority sisters, I found, struggled with this as well. But like with hairstyling, with makeup, just it was a very laborious and stressful process. Right. And so after I graduated, I was like, you know what? I'm really surprised that no one has done this. Like it would be so much easier if you could just go to one person and say, 
this is what I'm looking for. This is kind of the price point I want to stick to years of experience, like kind of personality that I want for the event, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these different things, like who's a good fit for me. So rather than myself having to go through Google or Instagram or search engines or all of that, some rabbit holes, correct. The rabbit hole that you'll go down for five hours and then come up with nothing. (laughs) And (laughs) myself included, I've done this before. And so, uh, it was just kind of at that point where it's like, you know what, let's create the concierge service so that you could go to that one person, i.e. us without winning cast, mm-hmm. and we'll give you like three or four curated options that we personally vetted that are a good mm-hmm. fit for you within your parameters rather than you having to go down the rabbit hole and just feel really stressed and overwhelmed. I love that. I love that you guys saw a need from the experience that you were having and then decided to come up with something to answer that because I feel like you're right. It's, you know, hair and makeup is such a personal thing for for us. And, you know, even giving someone the trust to, to do your hair on a regular mm-hmm. basis is a big deal. So having someone that you know can do what you're, you're lo- what you're looking for on a special day, like your wedding or an event, mm-hmm. is really important. So I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Because for me in particular, like I talk about it, how my hair was kind of the beginning part is like, if my mm-hmm. hair doesn't look good, I don't feel as great or as mm-hmm. confident. And so I right. know that varies for every person. But like, if their makeup isn't done well, they don't feel as confident or their hair or something else. And it's like, I never want anyone to feel like that. Like you should feel like the best version of yourself, however that is to you. Right. I feel like I definitely have had experiences where like I've been at a wedding and, you know, I'm not the bride, so it's fine. But I Mm -hmm. wasn't that crazy about how they did my hair or makeup. Usually it's like my makeup because I'm I'm Asian. And so like my eyes and my coloring is a little bit more challenging. And Mm -hmm. you really you do kind of internalize it because you just don't feel as confident if you're not like you're you're like you're like, I should just done it myself. Yeah. Or you're like second guessing it. Like Mm -hmm. when photos are being taken, you're like, does this Mm -hmm. look okay? Does it look too much? And then Mm -hmm. you're just, that's reflected in your photos then. Like you Mm -hmm. can start to see that you were not confident or unhappy or something like that. And so I, I hate the idea that anyone would ever feel that way because like you said, you felt that way. And I personally felt that way Mm -hmm. before starting everything. So it's just something I wanted to avoid for people. Right. So let's back up a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. So because we're talking about a beauty concierge and how it really makes the wedding planning process unique and special. But can you break down for us what a beauty concierge is or what they do and then what your process is? Yeah, absolutely. So a beauty concierge, as I like to call in simple terms, is I'm I'm essentially a matchmaker for hair and makeup. I personally match each client with the artist that is best suited to their needs. So with the style that they're going for, whether it's like glam makeup, natural makeup, you know, up do's, down do's, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing, where they're located, if there's a particular price point they want to stick to and Mm -hmm. personality, you know, pretty much everything that could go into the whole day that could make you love it or not like it. Right. And so I have personally vetted all of the artists I ever recommend for a client. Mm -hmm. So the first steps is I usually get to know the client, like all those things. What are you looking for? Send me inspiration photos. Like let's chat about your daily routine. I really try to get to know them and like where they're coming from and the overall experience Mm -hmm. that they're looking for, because it goes beyond just like pretty hair and makeup. It's how you feel throughout each step of the process. 
Mm-hmm. And so I get to know those aspects. And then once I know that, then I can send over, and I usually do about three to four portfolios along with individualized pricing for each artist. It's like, here's examples from them that are similar to it. Here's all their price point. You let me know who you like and want to move mm-hmm. forward with. And then I either secure them for a trial first, if it's for the wedding or mm-hmm. for the wedding day itself. So I handle like the contract, the booking, the beauty timeline, all of that with the artist on the client's behalf. Nothing is paid for the day of, everything's handled prior. So they really can just come and enjoy the whole beauty experience and not worry about like, oh, do I have to pay you? Was this, were you tipped or not? Like, cause that just like impedes the whole thing. And I just want it to be a very smooth process from start to finish. I love that. I mean, as a planner, I I love it when I know that my clients are going to get taken care of very well, because obviously I spend a lot of time making sure all those things are checked off ahead of the day, Mm -hmm. you know, give me all your tips and all that stuff. But even to have somebody else that I can rely on that really is ensuring that even more those further down, those details are taken care of just makes me feel so much better about the experience that they're going to have on their wedding day. Are you, so can you tell us more about where you guys are based and what locations that you're helping people with their hair and makeup? Yeah, absolutely. So I am based in Las Vegas as my Mm -hmm. main base, kind of just for travel and stuff like that, since I travel a bit when able to. But I actually work with clients all over. So I have clients all over the West Coast. So it's like Northern California, Southern Mm -hmm. California, Washington State. Las Vegas. And then I also have clients that are in Colorado and Texas and Arizona and all the way to New York City and Florida and stuff like that too. So it's really just where clients need help, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if they just don't want to do it themselves. And that's where I try to benefit with it. And then especially if I have clients that want to do destination weddings, because that's a whole Mm -hmm. other process. (laughs) So it's like most of my clients, I would say like, have a destination wedding, even if it was like from San Diego to Palm Springs, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. they don't want to deal with it because they have so much else going on in their life that they're not, they're not local. Exactly. And even if you are local, it's like, you Mm -hmm. just have so much going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one more thing that you don't have to worry about. Mm -hmm. What, what have you enjoyed the most about when you're working with your clients, the whole experience of working with them? Yeah. I just genuinely love getting to know people. And like Mm -hmm. their personalities, what they love, what really makes them them. And so that's a really fun part of the process for me is like in the beginning is really getting to know like their hobbies, what they do for fun, like their favorite brands, like just kind of those nuances Mm -hmm. and then what they're really going for. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the process, it's really just seeing that they are having an experience that's completely unique to them. Because I personally don't like things that everyone else has. It's just thing for me right like if everyone me if everyone has that belt I don't want it I know then I'm like I'm over happening. it I'm gonna move I'm on to something it. else <laughs> I don't want it no thank you right and so I just want the same thing for my clients mm-hmm. it's like the, for them to have a very unique experience it's not cookie cutter it's not like oh I want this look and then it's completely recreated even if it doesn't fit their features like mm-hmm. everything is curated to them Right. That's awesome. And so what have you found that's been surprising that they've been loving the most about working with you? There's a few things is that what they really like the most, what I hear the most is that Mm -hmm. they really just like could trust me entirely. Like everything, Mm -hmm. once it's booked, like, you know what, you saw the portfolios, they choose what they wanted. And then from there, they were just like, wait for updates from me. 
Mm-hmm. Like, hey, okay, like here's the prep details for this. Here's the tentative timeline. Like, and then they just show up and get to enjoy it. They're not having to keep track of people. Right. You know, they're not having to like email or call and been like, hey, I haven't heard like what's going on. It's like mm-hmm. I'm handling all of those little nuances. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the really important thing. And then a lot of clients too, I don't think they realized it at the time, but afterwards they loved the fact that they didn't have to pay anything right. on the day of. They were like, the fact that you include gratuity, if right. that's an option stuff, they're like, mm-hmm. thank you. So <laughs> one less thing. One less thing. So it's it's a benefit, yeah. And you're helping them with people if you know if they need I'm assuming that you obviously they need help with like their what their bridesmaids and their moms mm-hmm. and getting do you help with getting multiple artists for that too? Or is it more just based on the number of people that they need? Yeah, I usually like to work backwards. So mm-hmm. depending on when everyone needs to be ready and then the number of services, that's when I figure out like the appropriate amount of artists. Mm-hmm. Because I also don't feel like anyone should have to get up at the crack of dawn. God, I know. With hair and makeup for like at you know 6 a.m. for a 4 p.m. ceremony. I'm like, That's right, dumb. So, no, <laughs> we're not doing that because then you get stressed again, right. you know. You're like, is it coming off? Is it lasting? No, and so I usually will plan an appropriate amount of artists mm-hmm. based on that timing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, if people request more, you know, that's definitely possible most of the time. Sometimes the pricing goes up just because. Mm-hmm of what they might normally book on a wedding day. But for the most part, yeah, I will almost never have it be like one or two people if it was a group for 10. Right. I know. That's like the first thing when I see the list of how many people are are in your wedding party. I'm like, Mm -hmm. so do you know that you're going to have to start here and make up really early or you're going to have to pay for more? And they're like, oh. You know, not, and it's not even that, you know, it's more bouquets and more of this and more of that, but it's like, do you really want to be waking up at six o'clock in the morning with all of the, and are they going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning because you all have to get your hair and makeup done? Right. And I I think that's just, you know, we talk about it all the time with different things, but if you've never gotten married before or Mm -hmm. never really been in a wedding, like you don't know how long things take as far as hair and makeup. And Mm -hmm. some artists are faster and some are not necessarily slower, but like they're not, you know, as fast or anything, mm-hmm. but it is a different skill set. And so mm-hmm. you want to make sure it lasts and looks how you want it to look and we work in buffer time. And, and sometimes that's the question I get asked is they're like, well, right. it's a super, super natural look. Like why does it still take 45 minutes? And I'm like, because there's a whole like prepping process, <laughs> right? you right. know? And so that's just it is people sometimes just don't know. And so that's mm-hmm. part of my job too, is where I like to gently educate mm-hmm. on, hey, I totally get it. It's a completely different ball game when it comes to the hair and makeup side. And this is just how the process works with it. Right. So I try to help yeah. in that facet too, so that it's not just like, well, I don't understand why that doesn't work. It's like, well, we're trying to make it the best experience for you. And so you don't right. feel rushed and have time to make adjustments if you need. And I think sometimes it does ask does require us to ask for a little bit of trust mm-hmm. in what we do. Um, and do you find that some of them are questioning your decisions or do you find that a lot of them trust you? I would say the majority trust me like mm-hmm. from the get go, but I do understand the mm-hmm. sometimes hesitancy is because I'm a bit of a control freak. Mm-hmm. Not, not like badly, but it's type A. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, type A. It's, yeah, it's so a big like, day. I like to know all these like, things and just have a general plan. And so mm-hmm. I usually speak to them from that side is like, look, I've completely vetted each and every one of them. 
you're going to be fine with this. Like I've worked with this a lot. Mm -hmm. And if something does go wrong, which sometimes Mm -hmm. happens, like Mm -hmm. things happen, it's like, there's a plan to fix it. Right. So I just try to be really transparent with Mm -hmm. the ones that have those issues, but I also don't push. Yeah. It's like if they don't feel comfortable with it, it's like, I get it. You know, if if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work. I completely Mm -hmm. understand. And it's, it's not a big deal. Like it's, not for everyone. Right. So I, that was actually my next question. Is, is there people that you feel like it's not a good fit for? Yeah, sometimes. Is that most of the time I can help pretty much almost any type of client, but there are some that I can tell that just really want to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. They might not say it, but you know, they are, mm-hmm. they want to have their hand in everything, which mm-hmm. is completely fine. But like you said, is with the beauty concierge right. side, there has to be a level of trust. Mm-hmm. Like you have to trust my choice on it. And, or even the options I'm sending. And if you don't trust that, then it's probably not the best fit. And that's not a big deal. It's just kind of like knowing that, that if you want to have your hand in every single aspect and, you know, full communication with the artist at all times, it's like, Mm -hmm. my job is to alleviate that stress for you. So if you want to be in contact with them all the time, then like, it might not be the best fit with me. I feel the same way with wedding planning clients. You know, I think, you know, the ones that really love and enjoy working with me is people that kind of want to be more hands off Mm -hmm. and trust the people that they're hiring. There obviously are people that, and I'm one, I mean, that's why I'm a planner. I'm definitely like to be in it sometimes and letting go, I think is very hard for sometimes for some people. Yeah. So being able to do that. And if, if the letting go is going to stress you out more, then it's not a good fit. You know, I totally. think people that, that want to be able to just play that song, let it go. Yeah. Is really who <laughs> are, you know, would really enjoy it as opposed to people that would just become more stressed out by the process or the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. So looking towards, so, you know, right now we're recording this, it's early October and 2020 has been an interesting year, obviously to say the least yeah. for so many reasons. I know the wedding, the beauty industry is very significantly affected by COVID, you know, precautions that how do you feel people are pivoting and adjusting and then what we might be seeing retained in the future. Can you speak some more on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things we've noticed is the most is kind of just the processes that Mm -hmm. the artists are going through. And so, you know, they sanitized all of their products and tools way before even in the requirements with COVID because it was just part of the board of cosmetology. Like you you have to do that to be, you know, a, a healthy hair and makeup artist as far as that terminology goes. But Um, they are doing it now in front of clients. Mm -hmm. So like there's that second level of trust that like, okay, you did completely sanitize everything. It's like prepped for me and that side. And then they're also still wearing masks or face shields because the face shields Mm -hmm. are really helpful and like another kind of step up from the masks oftentimes. And so they're just wearing those almost every single time that they're going on site. Mm -hmm. I, I would say another thing too, and for clients not to be, concern when they see is that release of liability waivers are often Mm -hmm. being sent out. And that's Mm -hmm. just to protect both sides. It's like, look, these are the precautions that they're taking. Hopefully you have some similar ones, like you're safe Mm -hmm. and you're clear. Mm -hmm. Like this is just a precautionary thing. And so most clients, when I've had to deal with it as of late, they've been totally fine with it because they get it too. Like they would rather be safe and they'd rather the artists are taking precautions for everything and just both mm-hmm. sides. So yeah. that's the that's the biggest thing. And those will probably stick around for a bit. But I also think it'll just come to the client's preference. Right. You know, like if mm-hmm. at a point masks aren't necessary anymore, 
It's just if the client requests it, then mm-hmm. that's something you try to accommodate. Right. And so I, mean, I think that's an option. It's interesting because I feel like, you know, when the dentist is working on you, on your face, they're always mm-hmm. wearing a mask. And that was True. way before anything happened. And so, and sometimes, you know, you might just feel, feel more comfortable, you know, with that added layer of protection or even just, you know, just because you're really close to people. Anyways. Yeah. But, no, absolutely. I don't think it's out of the realm to yeah. still wear them. And I know a lot of artists have actually been liking mm-hmm. having that extra layer of protection. Mm-hmm. It's like something we didn't consider at right. the time until you actually needed to do it. Right. But right. so that's something. And then quite a few of my clients too have been opting into like, because of the restrictions, you know, trials for weddings mm-hmm. haven't been as easy to do mm-hmm. in person is that rather than doing an in-person one off the get-go mm-hmm. is like doing a virtual one. Mm-hmm. So like doing it via live streaming a little bit yeah. like through zoom or something like that, where they can uh-huh. kind of walk you through like how to do the hair and makeup look. So they're there with you in real time mm-hmm. using your own products on how to like craft a look. Oh, that's and great. So, yeah. And so it's kind of a nice introduction of, do you mm-hmm. think your personalities are going to mesh? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a good fit for the wedding day when it can be in person? Right. But I also have a lot of clients just doing it like They have destination weddings Mm -hmm. and it might be in a remote place where there's maybe not a lot of great options for the style that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And so it allows them to have like their wedding day look, but Mm -hmm. also with the artists that they really wanted Mm -hmm. without having to fly out the artist to that location. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so great because I've definitely seen a lot of people that have been worried that they can't achieve that look and, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't feel confident doing it on their own. So having the person that you would have wanted, no matter what, to be able to assist you with that is a really great innovation. Yeah. And so that's something that stemmed out of, you know, what's been going on just because Mm -hmm. exactly that people were stuck at home or they were doing things, but they didn't feel as confident of how to do it. And Mm -hmm. so when you have the artist like right there with you using your own products is that Mm -hmm. you also figure out how you can maybe recreate it for later. Mm -hmm. So that's been a really fun thing that I've seen clients enjoy as well, because they then have that level of confidence too on their wedding day that like, oh, if they're making a mistake, the artist is there to help them fix it immediately. Right. Oh, that's so nice. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you think our listeners should know when choosing their beauty team for their wedding or their special event? I think just a big thing is like, actually, one of my clients had said it to me after her wedding, because I asked, you know, what was something that you would tell other Mm -hmm. brides or couples and things. And she said, you know, when you're looking for your hair and makeup artist, like, if you don't see the look that you're going for or something similar, at least three to five times, like on an Instagram feed, or like, in Mm -hmm. particular, when I send portfolios, Mm -hmm. then they might not be a good fit for you, which Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with, because you'd rather it be the person's special. versus like they can do it possibly. Right. I've definitely Mm -hmm. seen where some artists do both, but then their Mm -hmm. Instagram is all hair. Right. So then it's like, well, I need you to do makeup too. Is that Mm -hmm. something that you like doing or that you just will do? So yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. And even with that, like when I'm working with artists is that that's something I request too. So a Mm -hmm. lot of times I can get photos that isn't necessarily on 
their Instagrams mm-hmm. or their websites because I specifically ask. I'm like, hey, I need you to send me some photos that are similar of this makeup style or of updos or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. please send them my way. And so then I have like portfolios on hand that oftentimes are photos that maybe clients don't necessarily see because right. they're just not always on the feed. And so right. I try right. to make sure that they're able to see all of those options versus like you said, you only see hair photos and you're like, that's kind of concerning. <laughs> Well, before we wrap up the interview, is there, mm-hmm. um, I want to ask you two things. Yeah. What moments in your life or in your business give you the most joy? I really love travel. Yeah. Like my, yeah, I always call myself like an experience enthusiast. And mm-hmm. so I really love travel and like living like a local when I'm in those spots. Mm-hmm. And so almost one of the first things I look up is like the food and drink places to go, because usually I just like going there, sitting amongst locals, chatting with them and kind of like figuring out the game plan for the next few mm-hmm. days, just from oh, what they thing. tell me what to do. Yeah. So that's, that, that's a connected. big thing. Yeah. That's so interesting because I would never, because I'm a planner, I would yeah. never just go and and sit and then talk to the locals. I'd be like doing all this all this research and then putting together like an entire itinerary yeah. based on you know like Rick Steves or whatever you know something on totally. the website. But that's a really good idea of just talking to like because it is it's like the people that actually live there and what they would go to and what would want to do versus what somebody else is telling you you should be doing. Right, and I will and I will preface it like I'm a I'm a planner personality like mm-hmm. the type A, and so I relaxed over the years to where I can get to kind of that point. I still have a general plan of everything. I cannot just fly somewhere like not have a hotel and (laughs) no, I have the whole hotel figured out. I have the flights figured out and I have like a few things that I know I for sure want to do, Mm -hmm. but I also leave some time open so that I'm not overly planned that if I met a local and they said, Hey, you need to go check out this place that I could actually go do it. Well, Mm -hmm. Caitlin, it was so lovely talking to you. I really appreciate your time. Before we go, can you let our listeners know where they can find you online? Absolutely. So you can find us at lwynandcast.com or E-L-W-Y-N-N-A-N-D-C-A-S-S.com. And then Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of them are at lwynandcast. So that's probably the easiest way to get in touch with me. Perfect. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, Caitlin McCullough of Elwyn and Cass. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 